0: you have found it this is you have offended this podcast we are the biggest the baddest and the best martial arts movie podcast kicking around these parts of the internet my name is mike mccarron and with me as always is a man for whom i have only one question and that is does this taste funny chad Lindsay? how are you buddy
1: Jeez. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> well <laughs> We have gone full circle, man. We have gone full circle with Steven Seagal from the early 90s when we fucking loved this guy. Yeah. Like when we were 19, 20 years old, he was doing his first few films. Yep. You know, Above the Law, Hard to Kill, you know, Out for Justice. We went and saw that in the theater numerous times. Uh, We were huge fans of this guy. And this movie is Steven Seagal writing fan fiction of himself (laughs) appearing in a steven seagal film like it's that it like he's perfect at everything uh he's smart he's well respected everybody loves him he's he's the smartest in the room he's the toughest in the room he it's fucking ridiculous this movie is so bad (laughs) like how far has this guy fallen it's
0: terrible once i remember my One of the guys I used to work with said he he has reached the bottom of the barrel and begun to dig. That's where he is in this movie. It's fucking horrific. If you don't know what we're talking about, we are referring to the Steven Seagal 2008 movie, Kill Switch. Which is what we're talking about today. This movie is dog shit on a level that is rarely seen. like To the point where I have a hard time believing this is even intentional.
1: Like I don't even understand, dude. I had a hard time watching. Like, it's hard uh, when when we did uh, Miami Connection or Fatal Deviation. Yep. like those films are okay. Here's some people that tried and they don't have the experience and they made a movie. But you're laughing. Sometimes you're laughing at it, but it generally entertains you. Yes, I found that Miami Connection entertained me way more than Kill Switch. Oh, like by way far. More.
0: The three, okay, we have done three what would be considered extraordinarily low budget in the case of Fatal Deviation Zero movies in that it's, you know, Miami, Miami Connection, Fatal Deviation, and New York Ninja. And all three of those I enjoyed immensely more than this. This was a, a hard yeah. watch, like, to get through. It was hard physically
1: for me to get through this movie. It's hard physically, but... <laughs> everybody in this film including steven seagal who's the smartest person it's so poorly written that everybody's a fucking idiot because guess who like, wrote it everybody's steven a fucking idiot because it was written by steven seagal yeah. like there's one point where there's a body on the table and they're like one of the cops looks at steven seagal as a cop in this of course, of course. and he's like I don't think he was killed here. I think he was killed somewhere else and then brought here. And Seagal (laughs) goes, yeah, look at those marks on the (laughs) floor. And there is a fucking trail of blood. (laughs) Like, like a massive shining level trail of blood from where the body's positioned, like down the hall and fucking down and up the stairs. (laughs) And it's just like, yeah, yeah, no fucking shit. Like, Clearly, <laughs> clearly, he was dragged <laughs> to this location. He's like, "Yeah, look at look at that blood right there. That's where they. That's where they drag." And he's got the Louisiana accent. Of course, in his. yeah, that's right there where they dragged that body. Yeah, they dragged the body right down on throwing. No, not have mercy.
0: We gotta have have mercy. His his accent Fuck. in this movie, dude. It's like fucking Adam Sandler's Cajun man came to life and became a shitty is, detective.
1: Yeah, if you if you took, like, Cajun Man and said, try to slow it down and be a little more sexy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Adam Sandler could have done this. (laughs) And the thing that's so fucked up is half of the dialogue in this film is not Steven Seagal. It's another actor doing ADR. And you can fucking tell.
0: Oh, you can tell. Hell yeah. You can tell as much as when you can tell his stunt doubles fighting for him.
1: Yes. Because it's awful. And you can also, this is so hard to watch because, you know nowadays like everybody's got to cover their fucking ass right they're like hey you bought these pop tarts put them in the toaster by the way don't throw the toaster in the swimming pool (laughs) uh don't shove this pool cue up your ass (laughs) like they have to warn right and video games have these warnings like hey this this could give you fucking seizures or epilepsy so be careful Uh these are flashing lights in this video game this fucking film gave me epilepsy like I was fucking on the verge because the editing is so fast, jump cut, repeat the same thing like seven or eight times. It's ridiculous. Like this whole film is ridiculous. Yeah. And for me, it's like, oh, uh, do you ever get nauseous on a ship? I'm like, no. Uh, do you get do you get uh, sick when you watch the Blair Witch Project? Nope. Oh, do flashing lights bother you? Nope. This film, I had to fucking stop or look away several times yeah. because i was feeling sick yeah like that's 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 where we're at in this fucking thing Yeah, it
0: legitimately made me nauseous i remember calling you and saying the fight scenes will make you nauseous and they do yeah. they legitimately make me like fuck i can't watch this like it's so bad and i love fight scenes that's the whole reason we're doing this fucking podcast is to talk about fight scenes and these are so bad that
1: this is like oh. this is like if you were like, hey, you know that Paul Greengrass shaky cam that became popular with the Born Identity? It's like, yeah. Well, let's just let's just fucking mix it up a bit. Let's put the camera in one of those fucking paint mixers down at the hardware store and have a kid with Parkinson's operate it while while we flash fucking strobe lights. And it's fucking disgusting. Cut. Like I, I, you can't watch it.
0: Cut every half a second. Into a different cut, but every third of a second you have to put in steven seagal's fat fucking face coming at you ominously. Yeah, in that like in that third of a second, but every second go to a different cut. But every third of a second you got to put that in there.
1: Yeah, like they they are slipping it in there. The cuts are so fast. Do you remember that big huge dick in Fight yes. Club <laughs> that uh, yeah. Tyler Durden slips in? Yeah. That's basically the That's editing of the, entirety of the film. <laughs> That's Steven Seagal, that, big, that nice big cock, you know, when Tyler says that, nice big cock. Yeah, that's Steven Seagal's fat fucking face. And listen, I don't have a problem saying all that shit about him, because again, used to be my hero, and then all of a sudden, everybody, everybody, like, that late 90s, everybody was like, yeah, this guy's kind of an asshole, like, he beat up a stuntman, like, they're, they're like, going through the stunt, and they're like, okay, this is how you do it, and Seagal just comes out full fucking speed, you yeah. know? slams the guy in the neck and then he fucking runs over and uh excuse me mr skull i'm the boom operator why are you rubbing my titties yeah oh sorry that's just i would do it in the bayou that's how bb king used like- to teach me back in the bayou King, oh fuck are you talking and about it's even, i even watched under siege because it's on netflix and there's the beginning of the film and he's in the kitchen and he's like going yeah and he's trying to be f- from the bayou and he's like oh don't let me get about the joke when Andre and Boudreau went hunting down on the bayou where the guns yeah? where are the guns <laughs> That's about right. where the guns at there's a guy in the fucking kitchen this black guy goes yeah that sounds about right I'm like what in the fuck is this guy Did doing this fucking guy like say? all these accents this movie is fuck- this is the worst movie that we've done in the year and a half we've been doing this.
0: Yeah, and fuck, dude, that's saying a lot. Like, we've watched... Like you said, even the movies that were bad... Yeah. ...were not this bad by far. Like, the three three that were awful were enjoyable. There's been a couple that were like, eh, this, you know, I thought this was better than it was back in the day. You know, we bring up Perfect Weapon. Yeah. I still enjoyed that movie. It just wasn't one of my favorites, that's all. Yeah. You know, and and I like everybody in it. I don't like Steven Seagal... You mentioned he beat up stuntmen. Did you know, I don't know if you knew this. Yeah. Bob Wall, entered the Dragon, Bob Wall.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know Bob put
0: Wall. Put together is. a group called the Dirty Dozen to basically get revenge for the stuntmen that Seagal beat up. What? He he had, like, Benny Urquidez, Bill Wallace, a bunch of other, like, full contact karate motherfuckers that were going to be like, <laughs> when we see this guy, we're going to fuck this fucking dude up. <laughs> really yeah and when they finally met bob wall met seagal allegedly steven seagal like apologized to him and was very like deferred to him jesus (laughs) because like you know we kind of shit on bob wall a bit but i mean the fucking guy's a good fighter he was a legit fighter and he's a tough motherfucker
1: to be fair i think the only time i shit on bob wall was was game of death whether or not whether or not he knew what was going on in Game of Death. Yes. That's yes. all. Like, and I said, to be fair, because listen, if I shit on somebody, I'll fucking, like, I'm shitting on Steven Seagal. Yes. So, and I'll continue to do yes. so. Yes. <laughs> um, and Frank Dukes. Yeah. But yeah. But when it came to Bob Wall, I was like, I don't know. I don't know if he knew what this was going to be, or he basically just wanted a paycheck and took advantage of Bruce Lee's death. Yeah. And I didn't know uh how much the lee family got paid for that like these are those are just questions that i posed yeah as opposed to to shitting on him because i actually do i actually do like the guy a lot
0: oh very much but yeah he, he totally he totally got together with those guys and seagal backed down because that's what Holy he does because he can is- you imagine
1: can you imagine seagal walking down an alley and like <laughs> kramer in the karate camp class where all the fucking kids that he beat up were hiding in the shadows. But it's Bob Wall and Bob fucking Wall Bill and Wallace. Benny Arquides
0: and Bill Benny Wallace. the Jet, fucking.
1: <laughs> laying the fucking paint on him. <laughs> laying the pants and went up the paint. Um, but yeah, this movie is a fucking turd. Yeah. Um, Steven Seagal makes it terrible because he's a complete fucking asshole like, this is the film where you don't know where Seagal ends and Seagal begins because yeah. Yeah. he's basically playing himself a cunt um, <laughs> in this film. So that's, what, that's basically what we got. Yeah.
0: And what makes it hilarious is that we mentioned Steven Seagal wrote this movie. He wrote this movie thinking that this movie makes him look cool and it makes him look like just a abject piece of shit
1: has got He's a cop trying to solve puzzles, and the puzzles are fucking, like, <laughs> elementary, like, highlights magazine level puzzles, and he still fucked them up. He still fucked like, them up. Like, if you pause, the, we'll talk about it later because <laughs> we'll I don't yeah. want to get into it, but yeah, like, if you pause the film when he's filming, when he's working out these puzzles, like, he gets it way fucking wrong, and that was just hilarious to me.
0: Okay, let's get into this, um... Yeah, go to patreon.com slash you have offended this podcast. Be a patron. We love our patrons. Five bucks a month or more if you want, we'll get you access to our stuff. Follow us on social media, uh, Twitter, we're Y H O T P. Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, just look for you have offended this podcast. You can go to our homepage, that's offendedpodcast.com, buy some merch. That helps us out. Do your thing. We would love to have our, you on our
1: homepage now has the let's beat em up t shirt. Oh, on I'm gonna buy one of those. I put it up, I put it up today. Fuck so yeah. I said I'd have it ready by the next time we record. So if, you could buy a let's if, beat 'em up t shirt. If, if
0: you came in on this podcast and didn't listen to the previous, last week we did Chinese Connection. And Yoshida, the main bad guy of that movie, has a scene where he says, well, let's beat him up. It's his face with let's beat him up. Classic Bruce Lee t-shirt with YHOTP. You gotta go get that shirt. It's fucking dope. I'm gonna get one myself tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so this movie starts out with a flashback of Steven Seagal's childhood. Which, flash forward, is not in Russia. (laughs) Shit, shit. But him and his twin brother here do a little rock-paper-scissors thing to see who stays behind in the hide-and-seek game and who has to go hide. And his brother, twin brother, runs off into the woods and hides and gets fucking murdered by a psychopath.
1: A random traveling stranger that shows up in the woods at children's parties and slits their throats. For, like, no reason. And even, and the editing is that, Fucking early two thousands, like flash, flash, flash. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you're watching the kids play, and then you get that the the sound goes with the edit, the psh, 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 right yep. where they just keep doing it and whip pans and whip transitions. It's it's fucking chaotic, and you're just like, wow, this is a little fucking hard to watch. This but is easy compared to later. No, like this will this is really gonna step this up in the fucking Scorsese
0: yeah. compared to what we're gonna get later. Because holy shit, it's cutting in and out. It's got bleached frames with like blue and green and shit and the killer's face is being splashed in and then cut to steven seagal's fucking grizzled ass fat face just staring ominously at the floor in some fucking hotel room and then we get this girl i thought she was dead until she blinked in this fucking park in the middle of an, an urban area here under lights and she's lying down and she's got a bomb in her fucking cleavage, like in her skin.
1: in it, Inside her. Like, th- apparently there is a serial killer that goes around, fills people's bodies with C4, and then it explodes. But I have to say, like, there is one great thing out of this. Because when Steven Seagal is standing over her body, he leans in and he's like, Hey there, girl, my name is uh, Jacob. I'm going to get you <laughs> out of here. Don't you worry one bit. now." <laughs> <I'll, I'll, I'll, laughs> <I'll, I'll, I'll, laughs> he does that fucking thing. But then he fucking stands up and in ADR he goes, somebody get me a, blanket. Somebody get me a fucking blanket up in here. Right? And I swear to God, the entire day I've been walking around my house and yelling down at my wife. <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm cold. Sooner somebody get me, me a fucking, fucking blanket, blanket up, up in here. <laughs> <He's>
0: so- <laughs> Dude, this is so stupid. Number one, the girl with the bomb in her titty has no scars on her at all. This guy's a fucking master surgeon. Okay, he has no scars. Yes. Seagal stands up, looks around, there's fucking apartments all the way around this park that this woman's in, and then he just walks into the fucking apartment that has the killer in it.
1: Well, that's so fucking crazy because, like, there's all these apartment buildings, and they're big yeah. apartment buildings buildings and he goes no he's nearby man he's watching the show he's watching this right now he's got to be in one of these buildings and then they cut to the bad guy in the apartment looking out the window and the door opens and seagal strolls (laughs) in and it's revealed that he went in and killed the woman that actually lives in that apartment and was like using this as his vantage point but seagal doesn't know no (laughs) but like within a minute because the fucking bomb there's a timer on the bomb on this woman's titties that they're about to blow up and and sigal like he's like oh we got four minutes man and then it literally cuts to him opening the door like how the fuck did he know it's like fucking 400
0: apartments in this
1: area he strolls into one so fucking and I, I remember, I'm like a minute into it, and I've already picked up. Somebody get me a motherfucking blanket <laughs> around here, up in here. And and the fact that he shows up into the apartment, and this is where we get the fucking worst editing. Oh man. my like, god, he's beaten the fuck out of the yeah, the Billy, bomber, Billy Joe, and Billy Joe,
0: Billy Joe Hill.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, he was in uh, Punisher, yes. uh, the Tom Jane one. He played That's Harry right. Heck. He's actually a he's actually he's a, a good actor, actor man. He's just f- fucked over in this film because Sagol is literally just fucking he will bend him over and throw him head first into a china cabinet and then the editor editor will literally show his head hit that china cabinet four times in yep. succession. Like, psh, 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 psh. like 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 it's it's to the point where it's comedic.
0: Yeah, it's and and listen he throws them into walls he puts him through the gyprock, rock they're skip framing they're editing everywhere it's fucking hard to watch and then we get the most ridiculous bullshit i've ever seen and i'm i legitimately mean that as uh, literally the most ridiculous I, shit i've ever seen i know what you're going to say he gets this guy
1: it, you're 100% yeah, he, right he
0: forces this guy beats him until he tells him which wire to cut which of course he lies cut the green or the yellow well, cut the cut the fucking green Seagal's like, yeah, cut the yellow, and they cut the yellow, and it saves the girl's life. Hooray. Hill stands up and attacks him, and Seagal kicks him out the fucking third-story window, and they show this fucking guy go out the window, I'm not joking, 13 times. You're not joking. 13 times he flies out of this fucking window. It just keeps going and going and going, and get different angles,
1: different That's... shots.
0: Same shot, again, again, again. He bursts through this fucking window.
1: It's ridiculous. And then you get the frame of Seagal's fat face, and then you get the frame of the cop on the street, like, a couple of times, like, 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 looking at it. This guy literally is like, smash, smash, <laughs> smash, 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 smash. And he falls halfway down the building, and then they cut back up to <laughs> yeah. him, smash, smash it's smash, so smash, smash, stupid smash and you're just like how many motherfucking, like and then then they sh- then you're just like okay it's gotta be nope. over because he falls part way down and the and the his partner the black cop is watching him as he falls and then they cut back to inside and now he's going out the window with the shot from the back <laughs> yeah. right?
0: smash
1: and then they cut back to the front one again smash smash <laughs> smash and it's got to be it's got to be 12 fucking 13 times he goes through that i counted window. 12
0: but i think i missed one because it was so fast i think it was 13 so it, it's insane and, and to top it all off they do this ridiculous fucking 13 baker's dozen tosses out of the goddamn window they cut to the black cop they cut to, the black cop i should say uh very quickly is chris thomas king who is a grammy award winning artist like a musician yeah He's in Treme. He's a fucking really good actor. He's absolutely fucking wasted in this movie because it's Seagal's piece of shit writing. And I'm sure he's involved in the direction with Jeff King who directed this fucking piece of shit. But Hill, Billy Joe Hill, lands in the glass on the street, three floors below. They cut back up to Seagal who says, huh, look like somebody got the hiccups. Better get that boy a glass of water. I'm like, Like, was that supposed to be a joke? What the fuck does that even mean? Yeah. Like, that doesn't even... Yeah,
1: he kicks him out the window 13 times. <laughs> he lands, and then he says, Oh, oh lordy, lordy, that boy got the heck. I better get him a glass then, of water. And you're C- just like, C- wait, Cigal what? actually
0: looks around after he says that line like, Oh, that was a you're, fucking shitty you're, joke. You're, like, he doesn't say anything. He's, but
1: he he's, he's completely alone, <laughs> and he looks around. And then we cut to him in his home office where he's continuing to detect and a sexy lady Yep, carrying a glass of wine, his girlfriend, his girlfriend, keep this in mind because this becomes very important. Very important later later. in the film. Yep. <laughs> just like, just like Ellie driver. Now pay attention to this because <laughs> this concerns you. Um, <laughs> she walks in with a glass of wine and she's just like, Hey baby, how you doing? And he treats her like fucking complete shit. He's like, Yo, I got work to do. Why don't you fuck off and leave me alone? I'm a cop detective genius. I'm a cop detective genius. Why don't you go fuck yourself? He
0: basically gives her the Kevin Costner line from the bodyguard. Yeah, why don't you go back over there and keep watching me? She comes over basically like, hey, baby, would you like to fuck me? Because I'm just wearing this robe and you just got home. Like, that's what (laughs) he wants. And he's like, nah, baby, I'm good. I got some work to do. Why don't you fuck off?
1: Yeah, and then she has the line. She looks at him and she goes, you work too hard right just to kind of perpetuate the yep. fucking fact that Steven Seagal's awesome yep. and he looks at her and goes yeah and you drink too much baby like <laughs> what the fuck he is like a piece of shit <laughs> now we're going to immediately cut to a woman who's a hooker so i just want to make i just want to make a point of something very very quickly yep. i oftentimes will say that new films today are are just poorly writing the female characters right Mm. they they're they're completely perfect they have no flaws they never have to work for anything they never screw up you know they're just immediately good at everything without any sort of backstory and i just find them very flat yeah there is no fucking fear of a woman being smart in this film oh my god so so on one side i hate when they when they do the films like that one that just came out the three five five that flopped where every woman is fucking perfect it's just it's just bad writing it's just poor writing Uh, on one
0: end of the scale on the other end of the scale, scale. (laughs) this is the other
1: end of the scale where every woman is trying to fuck steven seagal except for his mom yeah and Every woman in here is either a bitch or a hooker. Yep. And he treats them all like shit. Yep. Like completely. Even people that are like, "Oh, hello, I'm uh, from the FBI. I'm here to learn from you because you're the super cop, best cop of the world." And he's basically, "Fuck off, get out of my face." Swerve. Like he's such a piece of shit to every <laughs> He's such a piece of shit to every fucking uh, woman in the film. Oh, like he's everyone. Fucking awful.
0: And it's now that we get introduced to the other killer in the movie named Lazarus, which, okay, you mentioned we cut to the hooker. The hooker's here, she walks away from a john, she breaks her heel, oh no, this sucks. She's going down this alley and this guy is, what? <laughs> this writing is so fucking stupid. There's yes. a guy who is trying to put a baby in the backseat of a car and it's crying. So this hooker goes over to try and help him put a baby in a fucking car seat yes and then he's like oh thanks so much and then he fucking takes the baby out and beats her to death with
1: it which was obviously a fake baby he beats her to death with a fake baby who the fuck does that with a doll he's holding the baby doll by By the the feet feet. and he caves her fuck like i don't even know how you could do that like unless unless it was like a hollow baby like like and he filled the head with cement or something and let it dry yeah and he just but he basically caves her head in and kills her to death yes um with a fucking doll and
0: that concludes part one of the podcast come back tomorrow for part two and then wednesday thursday friday for three four and the exciting conclusion part five If you would like to get the full podcasts again, go to patreon.com slash you have offended this podcast to become a patron for as low as $5 a month. You can get all of our full podcasts on Sunday night before everybody else. If you don't want to do that, you can go to offendedpodcast.com and you can buy some merchandise there. That'll give us a little bit of a help, and it'll also give you something cool to rep the podcast that you know you love. You can also follow us on our social media. So go to Twitter at YHOTP, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. You can just search You Have Offended This Podcast. Leave us your film recommendations there. Anything you want to see, we are open to as long as it has kick and punch and some violence. So we'd love to hear from you. Please engage with us. Please leave us a review anywhere you download your podcast. That would be greatly appreciated. If you could, please also recommend us to your friends, family, loved ones, hated ones. We will take recommendations anywhere we can get them. Thanks once again for listening. And you have offended this podcast. We'll be back in your ears soon.